is the 22nd of December and 2021. Interesting. As I get on my soapbox, I got to bring my soapbox over here today. It says soap there. It's a soapbox, even though I put a little wreath on there. But like today in history, because you know I love history, in 1822, Thomas Edison strung together the first set of Christmas lights, created Christmas lights uh, after he invented the light bulb, I suppose. You know, and I say at least once on my soapbox this time of year. I've probably said it already in the past couple of shows. But the best time of year, come on, I'm on my soapbox now. I'm telling you, telling everybody watching to share Jesus, to light someone's life up, to string the lights up for somebody to find the way to Jesus. Now, with hearts that are open at Christmas time, Christmas uh, churches are doing Christmas things, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Uh, you know, this Sunday coming up, invite them to church. Tell somebody about Jesus. This is the most open time that people, because they're all about this season and all of that, and they want to find that there's something more than just opening presents in Santa Claus. String some lights like Thomas Edison today and tell them that Jesus is the answer. That's my soapbox. I'm sticking to it. Larry, start. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time Hatching. is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin. Merry Christmas. Live from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stone Ridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world with the message that Jesus is the reason for the season, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning, welcome to the Kevin Club. It is a great day to serve the Lord, isn't it? Merry Christmas to you. Just a few more days, can you believe it, before Christmas? Four more days before Christmas. I'm glad that you're watching today. We have for the very first time evangelist and a musician, Greg McDougal, on the program today. And uh, just in sharing with him in the past half hour, us sharing back and forth. I'm telling you, he's got a great word for you today. He's got some great songs for you today. I'm glad you're watching. Larry, thank you for watching. Your announcer's watching. It's always good. Lyle and Ginger and Cindy. Look at that. The first four viewers on Facebook are all my California delegation, all the Californians. <laughs> and you know what? It puts to shame the East Coast and the Midwesterners because you're two hours earlier than it is right now. And you're up watching. I love it. Don't tell the rest of the folks I said that because they're not watching yet. So uh, I'm glad that you, unless you're on YouTube and even on YouTube, usually Ellen is on YouTube and she's in Montana. So I know it's earlier there, but I'm glad Larry's put up your site already. Would y'all welcome back? Come on, welcome, not back, but welcome for the first time, Greg McDougal. I feel like you've been here forever <laughs> because we just, uh, I, I just uh, feel everything you've been saying and sharing and uh, as an evangelist. You know, when, when Paul told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist, yes, sir. man, I took it serious by myself. When God gave me a mandate, I tried a little pastoring. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Uh, I, I've told God that if he's going to call me to be a pastor, he has to make sure that I know it's his idea, not mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. It has to be like a burning bush experience. Yes. You get a little close so yes, they can sir. hear you. Yes, sir. But, uh, uh, yeah, it has to be a burning bush, <laughs> a, a talking donkey, something. That <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm the talking donkey. So. I love to go. No. I love to go to uh, overseas, and, but I love coming back, so I don't know that I could be a missionary either. So God knows my place, an evangelist, and yes, I just want to, I heard Chuck Colson once say, you know, or I didn't hear him, I, I did hear him, but I saw it in his book first, that uh, he said that the job of an evangelist is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. <laughs> and so that has been my mandate ever since, and I, I have a feeling you feel the same way. Well, let's, let's give us a song okay. and start off, and then we can talk. We're, we'll have a time of prayer with everybody that send in prayer requests, and all the California delegation through Ginger say, welcome Greg McDougall. So all you're right. welcomed in California. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me. Yes, I, sir. I expect my mother's going to be on there. Pat all right. Pike from Florida. I hope, I hope she gets so. on soon. Yes, I hope so. Let's see, this is a song that was written by a friend of mine named uh, Jimmy Pritchett and Jim Rushing. All I right. found it one day, and I, I, I learned it and started playing it out, and then I had an opportunity to record it, <coughs> and lo and behold, a friend of mine in Sunday school class was the front of the house sound guy for the Oak Ridge Boys. Ooh. And I needed a quartet to sing on it with me. Never in my wildest dreams did I even think of asking about the Oak Ridge Boys singing it with me. Yeah. But God had a plan, and he caused my dear friend Marco to take it to the Oak Ridge Boys. And lo and behold, they agreed to sing on this song with me. Now, that's some favor. Now, please forgive go. me. I couldn't get them here with me this morning to help me. Okay. Well, we'll work on that <laughs> next time, Greg. It's fine. <laughs> Mine eyes, though heavy, will not close. My body begs for rest. When I leave life's table, I still feel consumed by emptiness. Imprisoned in my easy chair, my mouth is parched and dry. In this desperate hour, I see the light from the corner of my tear-filled eye. When there's dust on the Bible with its pages unturned, it's so simple and yet I soon forget what I've lived, what I've learned, that the word when read it's water and bread, it's a fount for the lambs of the fold. When there's dust on the Bible, there's a storm raging in my soul. As I read, I feel my misery flee. To my doubts I give the lie. Each word breaks the hold. Satan's hand I thank God that I realize when there's dust on the Bible with its pages unturned it's so simple and yet I soon forget what I've lived what I've learned that the word when read 
eat water and bread. It's a fount for the lambs of the fold. When there's dust on the Bible, there's a storm raging in my soul. When there's dust on the Bible, there's a storm raging in my soul. Oh no, I didn't. My I friend mean, Jimmy your friends wrote Pritchett. that. Yes, you sir. Found, oh Jimmy wow! Pritchett well, whoever Rushing. wrote it, that is genius. <laughs> yes, I sir. love Bless it. You. Thank you. Wow! When there's dust on my Bible, yes, there's sir. a storm raging. You know, in my I soul. went to church as a kid, and I knew all about what faith in Jesus Christ looked like. Seems like I've always known that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, and then Amen. He died for my sins. And but but again, I, I knew what it looked like on Sunday. I just had no earthly idea what it looked like on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, you know. Yeah. And so I think that's why that song really spoke to me is because uh, our Sunday school class teacher, uh, my, when my wife and I finally went to Sunday school class just to shut our neighbors up and get them off our back yeah. and not going to church with them, <laughs> uh, he kept on, uh, you know, telling me about being in God's word, seeking him and his wisdom and his understanding each day. Amen. Yes. Amen. And but, but – uh, so you did the church duty, and uh, but Jesus wasn't really totally real in your heart. You knew about Jesus. Yes, There's sir. a lot of folks like yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. But you know, going in the garage don't make you a car. So, you know, you have to <laughs> going to church don't make you a Christian we, either. The Bible says we are to have an answer for the hope that lies within us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yes, yeah. sir. I love and, that. Verse. And what is the hope? Uh, uh, as I travel in, in ministry across the country, so often, most of the time, the only way that I get into a church to be able to sing and share is if somebody says, hey, it's okay, he's with me. You know, someone gives me a good word. Yeah. Someone gave me a good word with you is the reason why y'all called me. Yeah. And, and the only hope that lies, the, the hope that lies within us is one day when we get to heaven, uh, Jesus Christ is there at the right hand of the Father. Amen. And he says, no, it's okay, he's with me. Yeah, yeah. Now, don't send her nowhere, she's with me. Yeah. Isn't that good? I love it. Oh, yeah. To hear the words, well done. Yes, sir. I've been faithful servant. That's that's what yeah. I want to hear. Thank sure. you again for having me. Today. Thanks for coming. Now, yes, but you came to Nashville, uh, not as an evangelist, right? You came to do country music. I hope you don't ask around, but that's correct. I will not <laughs> ask around, but you know, uh, I know a lot about that yes, sir. inner circle. Yes, but sir. <laughs> you came in, and but but uh, God still gave you favor. Uh, open doors, right? Bellamy Brothers, Oak Ridge. I mean, yes, sir. Um, right? uh, Writing songs. Hen Henry Paul, the lead singer from Blackhawk, uh, met him in Tampa. Okay. Uh, bought an Everly Brothers guitar from him because we both loved the Everly Brothers, and uh, he wound up inviting me to town. And once I got here, he plugged me into so many friends of his, and I started right away out on the road with with Blackhawk, tuning guitars and setting up their stage and thinking that I was all that in a big bag of marbles. Yeah, a big bag of marbles, that's for sure. Uh, well, then how did you, let's hear a song first. And oh, then okay. How did you turn from seeking the, the country fame to uh, becoming an evangelist for the Lord? And I think it had something to do with your children as well. It, it does, with and my so children, but it, it really started with God and his mercy. You know, no one Amen. comes to the Father unless he draws them. That's right. And... He made sure that my wife and I, because we, we couldn't talk about, would not talk about God or church or the Bible or any of that. And God in his mercy and his sovereignty, he made sure that we moved in next door 
to some crazy people. All right now. Who on day one, uh, on day one, they started inviting us to church. Yes. It got so bad, and I make this joke all the time, but it's the absolute truth. It got so bad, we would start opening the curtain and looking out the window, make sure they weren't out there before yeah. we had to check the mail. Because they were going to bug us to death to go to church with them. Oh, you know? my goodness. Cliffhanger, how they finally <laughs> yes. got, got came, came to the Lord. Uh, but let's do a song. What's the name of this song we can hear? This is called The Work of a Carpenter. Oh. Which I believe is the name of your, if they you want to get in touch with it, his music or anything about his ministry yes, and tell your pastor about him they want a real evangelist not an entertainer not just an entertainer the work of a carpenter ministries.org ministries. yes, all right thank you here's greg mcdougall one more time i wrote this about a, another man that i met in sunday school class who helped me learn how to make a living when i left the music business and i had no earthly idea what to do to make a living for my family. I ran into him at church one Sunday morning. I didn't have a job, didn't know what to do. He said he needed help, he would show me how a hammer's all I'd need At the time I didn't realize That soon I would be Nothing more than the work of a carpenter With a closer look You can see the marks Left with his own hands It took nothing more than the work of a carpenter to show me what it takes to make a man he started out by choosing his material I didn't understand I could see all the knots and stains But with the greatest care He got to work Where he saw the need And as the vessel started taking shape I knew that I would be Nothing more than the work of a carpenter With a closer look you can see the marks left with his own hands. It took nothing more than the work of a carpenter to show me what it takes to make a man. Now looking back, it's plain to see the work that he began. And as I walk with the one he sent, I know just who I am. I'm nothing more than the work of a carpenter. How about you? With a closer look, you can see the marks left with his two hands. 
It took nothing more than the work of a carpenter to show me what it takes to make a man. To show me what it takes to make a man. Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Will you play a little bit of that little bit? Because I just want to pray right now. I just feel, uh, I hope I didn't put you on the spot to just play, but that's okay. such an anointed melody. I just really feel the presence of the Lord here. I hope you'll feel the presence of the Lord. Let the work of a carpenter work in your heart and in your life today. Many have sent in prayer requests. We have so many that have lost their loved ones just this past week. Wayne has lost his wife this week. Be with their family, Lord. Lord, we lift them up to you. The Grosvenor family, the Tripp family, the Tharp family. Lord, they've all lost. Melissa was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a couple weeks ago, but God, we know you're our healer. Joe's son David has the COVID virus, but God, with all those with this COVID, God, we ask you to send COVID back to hell where it came from, whether it's called Delta or Omicron. Lord, you're the Alpha and Omega. And you are able to bring healing. God, be with uh, uh, the Beatty family. Pastor Beatty says he, he loves Greg's voice, loves your voice, Greg. And, but he just lost his sister. We just pray comfort and blessing to them. To Leon, the McKay family, God, Ginger, who's praying for her granddaughter too, not only for healing for herself, but, but for her granddaughter to be made whole and come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, draw her. You said unless the Spirit draws, they can't come to you. So we send Holy Spirit, draw her to you today. Touch Sandy, continue and finish healing that you started in her and in Sandra, in Madeline, in Karen, in Lynn, in Josh, in Carol, in Tammy, in Hazel, in Norma, in Jim, in Anne, Rosemary, in Steve, Peggy called for special prayer just yesterday. God, she's fearful of getting older and all these different ailments that she has. But God, you're our healer. You're our comforter, Holy Spirit. Reach down and wrap your arms of love around Peggy out there in Washington State. And Linda in South Carolina who's recovering from hip surgery. God, our nation needs revival. Our nation needs to know you. Our churches need to rise up and wake up. We pray not only for our, our leaders in, in White House and, all, and our governors and all of our leaders in our country, but for our spiritual leaders and ministries, God. We pray that there'll not only be a mighty revival, but God, the, we pray for peace in our nation. Not only the peace of Jerusalem, but the peace of the United States of America. Be with those who are on the front line, our doctors, our nurses, teachers, farmers, truckers, military. God, so many so many are just really laying down their life literally in the face of this evil pandemic. But Lord, you said we can declare in Deuteronomy 28. So we declare blessing on our location. Pour out your favor. Reveal yourself to us all. We declare your blessing in our ability to produce. Bless the work of our hands. Bless our children. Prosper their efforts. Multiply the harvest of our life. And give us a multiplied return on all of our investment. 
Lord, we declare blessing upon the intake of our life and our family's life. Protect us from any harm and any disease. Keep us from any harmful intake, whether it's from media, relationships, or any other source. May the diet of our life and the life of our home be free from destructive influences. We declare blessing on our location. Go before us and prepare the way. Come behind us and favor the things left undone. We declare victory over any spiritual attack we put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand. We come against any attack against our home and all those under our care. You know, the enemy, the enemy may come in at one direction. May he be so defeated, he flees in seven different directions, as according to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28, 7. And I thank you, God, that you're doing your work, the work of a carpenter. Ha. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Amen and amen. They're loving this, this, this anointing, this feeling here. Pastor Beatty says, awesome voice. Ginger loved that song. I love that song. I want that song. Can I keep this? Oh, yes. I'll yes, pay sir, you please. for it. I'll pay you for it. No. But, I, but I'm telling you, you can get Greg McDoodle, Doodle, the work of a carpenter ministries.org. Do that yes, today. And uh, Steve, God bless you. You're healed, man. God's you mind if we just continue this? Father, I Do praise it. you. I love you, Em. Dave Lamar. Father, I worship you. Yes. Thank you for Jesus for saving my soul. Father, I praise you. Father, I worship you. Thank you for Jesus. Saving my soul Cause I'm the prodigal son You ran out and covered my shame I'm the leper you healed I've come back to lift up your name Just like Peter said, Lord, where else could I go? You're the Son of God, the Christ. This one thing I know. So, Father, I praise you. Father, I worship you. Thank you for Jesus and saving my soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. And all God's people said, Amen. He doesn't make it hard. You know, I, I was just thinking about Jeremiah 29 and he says, mm. I know the plans I have for you, plans of peace and to give you a future and a hope. But uh, 
you know firsthand, I know firsthand, many of you know firsthand, because they, they don't, they quote that verse in 29.11, but 29.12, then call on me, talk to me, and I will listen. You will seek me, verse 13, and you will find me when you search me with all your heart. I will be found by you. He's not making it hard. We just have to call upon So many of us grew up thinking that he was the stern, scolding father on the great white throne ready to smack me every time that yes, I did sir. wrong. Yeah. And But scripture clearly shows a heavenly, gracious, merciful father who knew that we could never reach him on our, uh, on our own. He has to be so holy that we can't even imagine for all of creation to be just, for all of eternity to be just, but then he makes the provision for us yeah, yeah, to, to be completely just for us to be with him for all of eternity yeah. through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ took the very righteousness of, of God and laid it on the cross. But yeah. first he put it on display for three and a half years so that we would understand what it is, what it looks like. Yeah. But then he laid that righteousness on the cross to be the perfect price, the full pardon for us. Yeah. So that all of eternity would be just. Uh, Amen. Amen. L line up the re religions. And I'm sorry. All of them are about what we can do, what we have to do. Yes, sir. But, and they're all dead. One not only rose from the dead, <laughs> conquered death, hell, and the grave, yes, and sir. said, you don't have to do anything but just accept me. Yes, I'll sir. pay the price for you. Yep. How is that not like a given that everybody doesn't accept him? I, I, <laughs> what took you so long, uh, Greg? Amen. <laughs> amen. How long did it take those Sunday school teachers or, or the neighbors? It took a while. It took <laughs> yeah. a while. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, maybe we're supposed to go to church with these people just to shut them up and get them off our back. Sure. And she didn't want to, me to know that she was thinking the same thing, so she shot back with a, you're not going to become one of them, are you? Mm. Now, this is my favorite story to share because it was only after that my wife and I agreed with God and with Scripture, with God, what God says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died for your sins, you shall be saved. It's only when my wife and I both had a time and place that we know that we know that we know Yeah. that we then finally found out we were going to have our first child. Oh. We'd been wanting to have children for a while and nothing was happening. God knew that we needed him first. Mm -hmm. And he, wow. you know, I love the Scripture... Uh, Romans 8.28. Anybody that's yes. in trouble gets hit with Romans 8.28, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, for God who works all things together for good to those who love him according to his good purpose. But he's been working things out in all of our lives way before we ever showed him that we loved him. Amen? Amen. And so he worked all things out together for good and made sure that he was at, in charge at our house before we found out we are going to have our first child. And nine months later, Jeffrey was born and was the most perfect, beautiful male child you ever laid your eyes on, right? Except for your own, I understand. <laughs> but as more doctors and nurses came in and they rushed our son out the door, we never got to hold him. Mm. I've told this story a couple of thousands of times and I still sometimes can't make it through it because this was the shot heard around the world at our house, if you will. Sure. When Jeffrey was born... They rushed him out the door, and we cried, and we cried, and we cried. We, we literally did not know if we'd ever get to see him alive again. And for just a minute, we thought that we were all alone in that little delivery room. Mm. Lord Jesus. But then someone put a phone call 
into that church, First Baptist Church of Mount Juliet. Someone put a phone call into the church, and before we knew what hit us, remember my wife said, you're not going to become one of them, are you? Suddenly we had them everywhere. Yeah. That church, that Sunday wow, school class, they showed up at our at that hospital, and they loved on us. Thank God. And they prayed for us, and they provided for us in ways that we will never, ever, ever forget. It was that day that we saw exactly what Scripture means, what Jesus meant when he said, they will know you are my disciples yes. by the love you have for one another. It changed everything. Yeah. Jeffrey, 10 days later, was uh, he had, a, had to have surgery to patch a hole in his intestinal tract. Ten days later, he was diagnosed with a thing called cystic fibrosis. And uh, we wound up having four babies. And uh, against all odds, uh, it's so against the odds for us to have three of our four children diagnosed yeah. with this thing called cystic fibrosis. And, and you know, God doesn't, he didn't do cystic fibrosis. Uh, he may have allowed it, according to scripture. But what I do know that I know that I know is that he knew we couldn't do it without him. Yeah. And he was the one... Who made sure? How do people, (laughs) how do they try to do it without Jesus? (laughs) I don't know. Well, I I know because I've tried it a time or two. Even since then, I've tried it a time or two, and it's it's just craziness. Oh, uh, they're asking, so I want to just insert this right now, and uh, that you can get his CDs. They're 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 going crazy over your songs. Uh, Charlene in Louisiana says CDs, yes. Uh, it's the work of, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, send me a message at theworkofacarpenterministries.org. For sure. I, I, I currently don't have them up anywhere to sell. I, I'm working on that with a dear friend of mine that's going to help me with all this social media stuff and yeah. with the online stuff. It's not my gift. But, I hear but God has led us over the years that when we go to churches to sing and share, we've been giving away this very simple. Yeah. Well, you all pay for the postage. You'll this give very it away, simple disc, we've yeah. been giving them away. And uh, I, that's not for me to boast about. Uh, my friend Russ Murphy, I saw him giving them away, and I thought, yes, that, Lord, is that is for that, me? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Is that Work of the Carpenter song on the, here? Yes, sir, the Work of a Carpenter. Oh, I yes, love sir. that. And this worship song you just did? Yes, sir. Father, I pray you. Much all the, the dusty Bible one. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> dust on the Bible. The dusty Bible's all there. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but <laughs> that's all right. The, the dusty. The, oh, wonderful! And uh, he's going to do more. I hope he can do at least a couple more. Thank you. Because no, this, thank you for being here today. So, would you say Romans eight twenty eight for sure with your your child with the cystic fibrosis, the neighbors next door, everything just lined up. Uh, for you to be an evangelist, or when did you know? Now I'm I'm not only going right. to change my music or change my fo- you know change my whole focus of my life. I'm going to be an evangelist. Uh, well, I can't boast about such a thing. No. You know, uh, I love Ephesians two eight nine. For it is mm-hmm. by grace through faith yeah. that we are saved. For it is a free gift of God, lest any man should boast. God's heart is that we. I mean, he hates pride and a haughty look. He's not. There's nothing any of us will be able to boast about, and we can't boast yeah. about anything now. It was no. him, who who yanked me out of the music business, put me on a job site, learning how to be a carpenter. And this man named Freddie Sayers that I met in Sunday school class. Anytime I would be on a job site and have no idea what to do next, I would call him, and he'd watch me as. I mean, he would he would he would walk me through it as if he were standing there watching, and I. I wouldn't have made a living for my wife and children for all these years if it weren't for him. Yeah. And, and, and of course, my grandpa was a, par- a carpenter, and shoot, my mom <laughs> can build things. Wow. But, 
But anyhow, the carpenter thing has been prevalent my whole life, and especially with this man, Freddie Sayers, that I wrote this song about. Um, so for seven years, God shut the door on music. It was all about me and my music, me, 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 you know. I surely thought I was all that in a big bag of marbles, like I said before. And God took music away, shut the door. I couldn't get a birthday party to sing at during that time. <laughs> Not even uh, a bar mitzvah, right? Yeah. And it was finally when I agreed with him one day. Yes, Lord, I agree with you. I don't blame you. I'd take it away from me, too, if I were you. That's when he said, okay, now you'll do. Now yeah. we can do something. And about that ah. time, the doctor <laughs> said some scary things about a reaction to mold that our son Jeffrey was having. And my wife and I knew that we needed to build a special house for our kids to, to clear the air of the things that were, that were putting them in the hospital. And we had no idea how to get that done. And I was in so much trouble my, with my children in the hospital and, and being broke and not knowing what to do next. That's when I finally hit the floor and cried out to God in a way that I hadn't previously done and begged God for an answer. Amen. And I was suddenly washed with this crazy idea to go find some songs that I had written and put them on a CD called The Work of a Carpenter, put it on a website, which is not up anymore, but it was called houseformykids.com, just trying to sell a bunch of CDs in order to raise some money to, to try to build a special house for our kids. And, and then the next thing you know, Extreme Makeover was on board. They acted like they wanted to build us a house. Wow. And and Channel 2 and Channel 4 and Channel 5 here in Nashville did a story wow. on us and a bunch of people. Uh, and then I found the Christian Country Music Association, which is now called the Inspirational Country Music Association, and I wrote to them telling them my story. They gave me a free membership and invited me to the first convention in 2006. Yeah. And I showed up there, and I started meeting. I mean, I'm telling you the ways that God literally worked all things yeah. out together for good. I met some people who were running up and down the road using a country song to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, come on. And I started going to churches. Some friends of mine helped me find some churches. To, my pastor's daughter lives in Texas, and she invited us there, and we went to our first cowboy church in Texas. I think you know Kevin Nelson, my friend uh, Sunshine Road. Yes, sir. Love Kevin and Michelle Nelson, Kevin Sunshine Road. Yes, sir. Yeah, he said hi. Oh, hi, Kevin. Thanks. <laughs> Anyhow, you know, we're going to have to write a book to tell about it, oh, all yeah. the ways that it was God. It was God. I can't boast about deciding anything. Yeah. I was showing up to churches singing these Christian country songs hoping to sell a bunch of CDs. Yeah. When finally one day the Lord showed me that he wasn't sending me to sell CDs and that he wasn't, he didn't raise this up for my main focus to be about building a house. Yeah. And so to make a long story short, we surrendered a house for my kids.com at God's feet. Lord, you build the house. We're going to go tell about your mercy and grace mm -hmm. in our life and that's what we started doing and for wow. six months he allowed us to do that and brought some people our way to help teach us and, and guide us and disciple us on, on how to preach the gospel the right way doing what it is he's given me to do and six months later he caused two complete strangers to give us the majority of the money that we needed to build ah, the house thank you Jesus <laughs> that's awesome and we even and look 
I even want to testify about his grace that when we ran out of money because we did it wrong a little bit, I, we built a basement that we didn't know that we were going to have to build, and we overspent on some things that we, and boy, you talk about condemnation and guilt and shame when the enemy came along and said you big dummy look you had an opportunity to build this house and you've blown it you've really messed it up and that's when God really began showing off and showing about his mercy Amen. and grace that his grace is sufficient. It is sufficient and he caused more individuals to come our way and say we know where you are don't worry and they've helped I just have so many people to mention here who helped us get this house done. Wow. And it is a daily a daily reminder of us sure. to, to us of just how real that God wants to be in yeah. our lives and how his grace is indeed sufficient. You get to understand more and more when Paul says I die daily. Yes. <laughs> that that is the key to yes. life. The key to life is to die. It yes. just makes no sense, does it? But it's so true. And did you say all four children? No, three of our four children three diagnosed. Of the four. And wow. And uh, our son Sean had the toughest set of circumstances. Had part of his right lung removed back oh. in 2012, and for 10 yes. or 12 years, really struggled. Some days and other days, he jumped out of airplanes and rode bulls. What? Uh, but wow. uh, right at January 3rd, makes three years ago that he lost his battle. Wow. And. Um, Sounds like he got the most out of life while he was doing before yes. he went, you yes, know. Sir. And now, of course, he's. But you know, in ministry, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure you're aware of this. RV stands for reinvest vigorously, right? Right. <laughs> I well, didn't know that. As we were, as we've traveled in ministry in all sorts of different kinds of RVs and vans, and you know, trying to make our way and. Still, our children having be, to be in the hospital, and my wife would stay behind in Nashville to be in the hospital with one or more of our kids while, while we continued to go and purpose to tell. And I, I look back and take score and review the math now and see that it was, it, it was, it's been God's way of teaching us to trust him yes. in a whole bunch of little things. Gas right. and tires and transmissions and churches to play at the last minute. Brother, I hear you. So that when the big thing got here three years ago with our son passing, yeah. I had a dear friend of mine say to me, he, uh, he matter-of-factly referenced me being mad at God, and I said, are you kidding me? I can't be mad at God. i got nowhere else to go. <laughs> He's the only one who takes wow. what the enemy meant for evil and makes for yes, good. Yes, it makes it for good. He's the only one who takes the years that the locusts have eaten and makes them new. He's the only one who has redeemed all things through Jesus Christ. And so uh, he's just grown our faith. That's awesome. I see why Kevin's calling you the unintentional mentor. Wow. <laughs> Is that why you're a mentor for him? Wow. I can see that for sure. You know, People need the Lord. And Greg, I just feel that the Spirit is drawing somebody that's going to watch this program. And I, I tell this every to all the people that know the Lord that are watching my Facebook, YouTube, push that share button. I don't know if, uh, I'm pretty sure Zuckerberg didn't know when he set up Facebook that the share button was going to be share Jesus. But push the share button because I, I want you to throw out that net and just yes, invite sir. people. to. People don't even realize 
in this crazy life that they're starving to death for the love of God. People don't even realize they unintentionally and inadvertently are watching other uh, watching believers. And and I'll go ahead and say other believers because people who are starving for the truth of God's word in their life and they, they don't realize it, they're believers. They're just not quite sure what to believe in. And, mm. and there's all kinds of reasons why, you know, the church at times has missed it, you yeah. know. And, and certainly the world has given a narrative that, that makes people think that this thing called faith is about everything else except for the love of God. Wow. The love of a heavenly father who knows right where we are. Look, y'all, he knew I needed a savior a long time ago. I still know how to fail with zeros on it. But God's answer keeps keeps telling me son i know get up my grace is sufficient now we're we're not to sin so that grace may abound he doesn't mean that but he's got our back he's given us a pardon he says that we're joint heirs with jesus christ by faith and faith alone we've been set aside for a time such as this to tell about the love of god in our lives how the, the the mighty miraculous things that he's done and I, again, I have to write a book to tell about it. But in the meantime, I get to go to, from church to church. And I'm, I'm beyond blessed and privileged here now to be able to speak to whoever it may be. And look, Amen. he still sends talking mules. Thank you, Lord. I've been a talking mule for a lot less of reasons. <laughs> but if there's someone yeah. out there right now, yes, Lord. Let there be. you think that you've gone too far. You think you've been away for too long. You think you've sinned way too big. It's just a lie. That's just a lie. That's the enemy's lies. Yes. God's message from front to back of his word. And don't get caught up in some of the details it tells about what his standard is. He, without God's word, we wouldn't know what his standard is. And if we didn't know what his standard was, we wouldn't know what grace is. His grace and wow. his mercy is. So, so good. And so... He's reaching out to you right now yes. to let you know yes. that his grace is sufficient, that his yoke is easy, that his tr- truth is real and tangible, that his provision is exactly. He is who he says he is, and he does what he says he does. Amen. But also, you got to know that we are. You are who he says you are. We are. I am who he says I am. And who is that? His children. The apple of his eye, you know, if we can paraphrase. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. The ones that he loved so much that he knew that the only price that would pay the price fully would be something so precious that we can't even fathom. That he gave his only begotten son His only begotten son took the very righteousness of God that he lived. And we have scripture to tell us how he lived for three and a half years in ministry. How he conducted his ministry for those three and a half years. So that we would understand what the righteousness of God looks like. So that we would understand how precious it was when Jesus Christ laid it down on the cross. As the price paid for, for our sins. He defeated death, he died, and he rose on the third day so that we would understand the newness of life that he offers. He has a newness of life. He proclaimed and he 
owns the newness of life that by faith we can step into. And when we fail, he says, that's okay, my grace is sufficient. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And all, all he wants us to do is to agree with him about it all. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made that was made without Him. And man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He wants us to take His words and teach them diligently to our children when we rise up, when we lie down, when we walk about the house. He wants us to meditate on His words day and night so that all of our ways will prosper and daily put on the whole armor of God, one of them being the Word of God, so that we can withstand the fiery darts of the devil because the fiery darts of the devil are going to come, but God has given us a way to overcome. Mm. And to, to, yeah, to overcome. God. Good. We can walk close we can walk in the shadow of our heavenly father and he's given us a way to do that by faith and faith alone by his grace mm -hmm. so that no man can boast by simply agreeing with his word when he says that if you confess me before men mm -hmm. I will likewise confess you before my heavenly father yes. if yes. you deny me before men I will likewise deny you before my heavenly father how how simple is it the world says it's foolishness, but God says it pleases him to use the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ came in the form of a man to lay down his life. No greater love has a man than that he lay his life down for another, and Jesus Christ laid his life down for each and every one of us once and for all so that we can by faith agree with God about it and walk to be born again and walk in the newness of life that God and only God has provided through Jesus Christ. Amen. I do invite you right now to pray. Amen. To agree with God that if you believe on the name of Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. There's nothing, nothing else. Nothing else. It's what he did. And by faith, that he's provided, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. It's no small thing that you even are listening and maybe toying with the idea. Hmm. It's no small thing. It's the, the hand of your heavenly father who's drawing you to him. Yes. Because he knows where you're at. He knows what hurts. And he wants to apply his grace and his math. I love the talking about God's math. Can, eyes have not seen. My favorite verse now that my son has passed. My favorite verse now is that is where God promises us that eyes have not seen, yes. nor ears have heard, nor has even entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. The promises in God's word are unlike anything that you'll read anywhere else. And the exercise of God's promises in our lives by Him and His hand and the circumstances that He'll bring about, you too will have a book to write to tell about mm. all the ways That's good. of the strong hand of mercy of your Heavenly Father in your life. Can I, can I do this song now? Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. You said so many powerful words.
listen and respond today. Like Isaiah said, now is the day of salvation. My dear friend Mary James and my wife and, my, and I, we wrote this song not long after our son Sean passed. Mm. And it is a tribute to, to our son. I, I do it everywhere I go now. It's a tough song to do and it's a tough song to hear. It's an uncomfortable conversation. But when I watched my son take his last breath on this earth, the rubber met the road. This is real. The clock is ticking. Amen. Do we agree with God or don't we? And we say we do, and that's good. Well, God's at work in our life. It is Him at work in our lives when we both do and will according to His good purpose. It is Him at work in our lives bringing us about to agree with Him more and more as He teaches us to trust Him, winning us over. So this song is a tribute to our son, Sean, but it's also a tribute to God's math. What he makes of these things and the hope that lies within us. Being, spending an eternity with him. The clock is ticking. Do you know that you know that you know that you've agreed with God's word? and accepted the free gift of Jesus Christ. When you gave me this son, I thought I was Superman. Turns out I'm not so strong. I don't understand how a dad can be so helpless. Tried so hard to win this fight Now his mama's holding him Saying goodbye As you take him to heaven Lord, I wish that you could wait I don't think he should be leaving He's not finished with the race all I can do, I know your ways are perfect, but this is more than I can stand. Lord, please let him stay. He's our little Superman. Now standing in your presence, I'll bet he won't believe his eyes At all the peace and wonder He'll probably ask if he can fly I can almost see him smiling As you help him understand Why he had to run the race he ran As you take him to heaven, Lord, please help my faith. Cause I can't see the perfect in this plan you put in place. All I can do is praise you that he was ever in our hands. 
Cause I know you'll take good care Of our little Superman Only by the blood of Jesus Is he now healed And in your hands Thank you, Lord, for letting me take care of Superman. I had to throw out the applause for that. Wow. Wow. You're killing us all, man. I'm telling you. It's a, but what faith, what faith God builds in us. You know, yes, sir. it's like to, to live, you die daily. It's the same thing. To have strong faith, you have to go through these things that, uh, I don't know, it, the loss and the hurt and the pain uh, strengthens our faith. It's so crazy in the kingdom the way that works. Well, because but, through it all, he's bearing witness. Yeah. That he's right there with us. Sometimes he's weeping. The shortest verse in the Bible says he Jesus wept. He wept, yeah, for sure. But, you know, I heard a young evangelist named Adam Brown say one day that his very young son was diagnosed with cancer. And he said, I, some days we just don't know what to say or do. He said, and on those days, I take great comfort in knowing that the Son of God is wrapping his grace and mercy around us, weeping with us. Yeah. Because he doesn't like this any better than we do. No, of course not. It wasn't supposed to be, to be like this. No. But, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, well, how in the world he, would we understand how miraculous and lovely and holy right. that eternity in heaven is? Yeah. That's without it. Knowing the difference. Uh, you, you've hit. Right to me, well, uh, this four years ago, I, I lost my mom in the fire. Just mm. gone. Just larger than life, and then the next you know, day she's gone. And uh, I said, why, why God? You know, why, why, why couldn't you just, why do our loved ones have to die? Or anybody have to die? Can't you just like put them to sleep here for a little bit, bring them back? I don't know. I, I didn't have any, ac any answers. And he said, because I want you to know how much heaven is going to be so awesome. Mm. You know, with all of our loved ones, all the things. Because to me, you know, throw away the mansions, the streets of gold, yes, and all sir. those great. It's, yes, it's, it's seeing Jesus and all of our loved ones again and being there for eternity. It's great. Well, we're running out of time, so I got to get, well, I got to, you got to, let's just, I'm going to forego the ending, the natural ending. I, I do, I, I'm a terrible host <laughs> without. Uh, 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 throwing out an offering, you know, help us today and our address and all, but we do it every day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Rick Allen King's going to be with us on the on the new Christmas right. Eve. And uh, you know Rick? He's, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, he's larger. Speaking of larger than yes, life, sir. he's awesome. He's going to do Christmas for us on Friday, but I want to get him one song so I'm forgo all the other okay. stuff in the commercials. And let's hit one more with Greg McDougal. And wouldn't y'all love to have him come back? I hope he will. Thank I you. hope you felt comfortable here. You know, this and is not one I wrote. One of the first songs I ever learned. Yeah. And it's about heaven. And I love it like never before. I grew up singing with my two sisters and my brother, twin brother Jeff. And 
and uh, I mean two of my sisters. Yeah. Uh, a man named Jack Campbell wrote this from Arkansas. Okay. And uh, you've probably heard it before. I just love this song like never before. Let's do it. Let's end the program with that. I've been on my way to heaven for a long, long time. So many things has happened. It's clouded up my mind. But I am more determined to walk the narrow way. I've got more to go to heaven for ah. than I had yesterday. Ah. Come on. There's a golden street to walk upon, a bell I'm gonna ring. There's a brand new angel in the choir, and I wanna hear her sing. There'll be a lot of friends waiting. When I walk through the gates, I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bless, Bless you. you all. Jesus is the answer for this world today. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the AM Kevin Club. God bless you.